listen, have a good day, okay? I will have a good day, Mom. Hello, my name is Tyson Hollerman. I'm 15 years old, and until today, I have been homeschooled by my mom. <laughs> Our march to a state championship begins today. Hello, Father. Didn't it never occur to you that maybe he wants to go to your school, to be near you, to be part of your world? Tyson is not. Say it, Bobby. Normal? He's not ready. Hello, Father. What happened to your shirt? Hey, yo, Tyson, come sit with us. Shannon says I was pumped. You okay? I don't really understand what that means, but Shannon is very nice. Oh, please tell me that's not Shannon. That girl is sexy. Shannon is more like you. It's official. Stanbridge City is getting a sanctioned marathon. Is it okay with you, Father, if I learn how to run and become a champion like the boys on your football team? A marathon is a very long race. 26 miles, 385 yards. It takes a special kind of runner to even compete in a very long race like that. I'm a cleaner. Can you teach me to run? I can help you, but it's up to you how you finish. Start running. Now? Yeah. Every dream is not for every boy. I could be a special kind of runner, Father. Things have got to change. My family needs me. Welcome to the Stanbridge City Marathon! And I need my family. I want to know what my father's honest feelings are. Don't come home without him, Bob. Tyson! This is Tyson's wife. What can I do to help? You tell him who's son he is. Don't let go of me. And welcome to the Awakening Podcast with Michael Kabisky. Hey guys, how are you doing? It's me, yep, it's Michael Kabisky. I'm coming back at you, finally, with a new podcast episode. Yeah, I know it's been a little, it's been a little while. Um, kind of skipped a month of, uh, um, what was this last month? Kind of skipped a month of February a little bit. Had a lot going on right now. I'm currently um, finally free to actually do a podcast right now. Thank you, God. Um, I've been so busy with uh, media stuff at our church. Getting not all prepared. And we have a conference coming up. Um, it is March 6th through the 13th. Um, we have tons of different people like Liz Wright. Troy Brewer, um, if you've ever heard of him, he's on Daystar lately. Um, he's coming, and his wife as well, too, which is pretty cool. And uh, you could actually check that out. Doing a little plug for that. Um, that is on March 6th through the 13th. You can go to uh, SeattleRevivalCenter.com um, and check that out. And you can even watch it online if you can't make it to here to Seattle, to the Seattle area. Um, you can buy that um, pay-per-view 
in a way it's a pay-per-view because you are watching it and you're paying for it um, and you can check that out I will be um, directing that as well as our media team but more of our media team of course you know put everything on them props to them it's about them not about me uh, anyways um, so yeah enough with that um, I just want to get into this um, cool um, episode it is called we are the youth of the nation youth of the nation it's called actually but um, I just want to pray before this episode gets started, um, ask God to anoint me. These are the words that he wants you to hear through me, not my words, what I want you to hear. And I just wanted to say all honor and all glory to Jesus Christ. He's the one who helped me create this podcast, get all the technical stuff figured out. Um, and everything as I just had a cord issue <laughs> so that I could record this podcast and now we're good. Satan was trying to stop me, but, uh, Jesus had his victory and, uh, all right, Lord, I just thank you for, oh man, Jesus, I thank you for the youth of this, of this nation, God, that we are living in today, Father God. They are not what the media says they are. They are not what even the church says they are. But they are what you say they are. They are the chosen generation. They are a royal priesthood. And uh, thank you, God. Thank you for them. Lord, thank you for my kids, Lord as well father god that they are living in this time not as teenagers well one a preteen but um she's almost 13 next year but uh <laughs> lord thank you thank you that this is so important lord that they are more than conquerors father god thank you jesus they are so important than you lord Lord, I pray that you would anoint my words, Father God. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me to preach your word, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. All right, so let's go. Let's go! Are you ready to rumble? <laughs> Well, guys, um, yeah, I just want to bring you to this, uh, to this topic. It's so important. Youth of the nation. Um, so why am I bringing this up? Well, it's because it's, uh, God has really placed this on my heart. Um, so much. Um, I do have children now that are, uh, my son, he will be turning 16 of all ages, uh, this coming up March 7th. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Where has the time flown? But, um, yeah, God has just 
doing something new in my life about the youth. Um, especially how he he is now dating. Uh, oops, I shouldn't have said that over the air. Uh, <laughs> and um, I'm glad he is dating a Christian who goes to the church. And that is awesome. Thank you, God, for that. Uh, but God is just really... Um, <laughs> Being 40 now, um, things in my life are just, I don't know, I feel that they're changing. <sighs> and uh, God is just really reflecting me back on my youth and uh, everything, everything with this. My kids are no longer really kids anymore. I mean, they are, but they're not uh, adults. They're teenagers right now. And it's just crazy. Uh, this time of transition of age and uh, everything like that. <laughs> but God has something bigger and brighter in store. And uh, I want to read to you. Um, this is First Peter um, 2. Um, it says, this is the NIV. It says, therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and deceit, hypocrisy Envy and slander of every kind, like newborn babies, crave pure spiritual milk, so that it, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. So, part of that means, um, that's the first part, that's uh, verses 1 through 3. So basically that says, if you taste it and see that the Lord is good, um, you have to move on. You, you, you can't be a spiritual baby anymore. Um, that means you have to do those things. You have to rid yourself of those things in order for you to grow up in your salvation. Um, and that's what we need to do. Um, I don't. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know what this necessarily has to do with the generation, but God does um, because he wrote it in the, in his word right here. Um, but I guess sometimes we have to grow up, um, you know, we have to grow up in the Lord um, because you've tasted that the Lord is good and it's time to get spiritually mature. Um, that's necessarily what I'm, what I'm. Preach or not, but that's what this verse says, and I guess that's what God wants you to hear. He brought me to these verses. Um, so it goes on by saying, uh, I guess this is living stone and chosen people. As you come to him, the living stone rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. To be a royal, a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices, acceptance to God, acceptance, yeah, excuse me, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in the scripture says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious. 
But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes people to stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were designated for. But you are a chosen people. Um, other verses say, you are a chosen generation. You are a pro royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special p position, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you have not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Um, I really believe, you know, when I was younger, this word was smoking over our generation. Um, generation, um, I believe it, <laughs> I can't even remember the generation... Generation X, I believe it is. Um, and um, it was spoken over us that we were the ro royal priesthood. We were the chosen generation. But you know what? I'm not saying that the purse that God got this wrong. And I'm totally not saying that at all. I'm saying that possibly that the person that uh, spoke this over us possibly got it wrong. Um, I believe that today, that this generation is, um, especially in the times that we are living in, and all the things that are around them, um, distracting them away from God, I believe that they are a royal generation. They are a chosen generation that whatever that they step their hands to, that they put their minds to, um, that they are called by God to lift us out of the darkness and into the light. I believe that this generation is a revival generation. That God is going to do something great and already is doing something great through them for this time that we are living in these days. Um, so that goes by goes on by saying living godly lives in pig, in a pagan society um this is kind of I guess you could say I kind of a warning um that is written in this in this book um I, I believe that Paul wrote this this book um I could be wrong um let's see Actually, Peter wrote. Peter actually wrote the book of Peter. Peter, Second <laughs> uh, Peter, actually, he wrote it. Um, but anyways, um, so he goes on saying, uh, "Where is it? Oh, I lost my place." Second Peter was that one? No, nope. where was it? Uh, first Peter, it was First Peter, not Second Peter. Oopsies. Uh, 
I'm going back. I'm going back. Oh, snap. All right. Sorry, bear with me. Bear with me, bear with me. First Peter. Two. Yeah, there we go. All right, it says... Uh, All right, it says, a living godly in a pagan society. Dear friends, I urge you as foreigners and exiles to abstain from sinful desires which wage war against your soul, living such good lives among the pagans that, though they accuse you of doing wrong, hmm, where have we heard that before? Um, that they may see your good deeds and glorify, glorify God. On the day that he visits us. Verse 13 says. Submit yourselves. For the Lord's sake. To every human authority. Whether to the emperor. emperor as a supreme authority. Or to governors. Who are sent by him. To punish those who do wrong. And to commend. Those who do right. For it is God's will. That by doing good. You should silence the ignorant talk of foolish people. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the families of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Slaves. And um, let me add a little side note to that. The Bible also says, um, which kind of, um, I guess you could say, kind of contradicts this. Um, it basically talks about, you know, if, yes, we are supposed to, but if they're going against God's word and doing something that is ungodly, we do not need to um, follow that thing, like s certain mandates. Um, that go against God's word. All right, verse 18 says, Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. But how is it to credit if you receive a beating for wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable before God. This To this you were called because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin. Him, meaning God, um, he committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they, hurt, when they hurled their insults at him, he didn't retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to who just judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that we may die to sins and live for righteousness, for whose wounds you have been healed. 
for you were a sheep going astray, but now you have turned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. It says you were a like a sheep going astray. Uh, but I believe that you're no longer a sheep, that you are a lion. You are a lion. You are no longer a sheep, but you are a lion. I believe that, friends. So, what am I saying? I'm saying that in this ungodly world that we are living in, um, friends, um, teens, I'm, I'm saying that even though that there are things that are enticing you to uh, to look a certain way, to dress a certain way, to buy something, to lure you into drugs, alcohol, sex, all these things um, that crave your soul. Um, you know, everything that's trying to get you into these things, all these temptations... I'm saying that you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. That you are beyond those things. Um, that God has something more in store for you. Um, and that God can help you through these things. That if you just turn your eyes to him. That you just put your eyes on him. And he will help you through these situations. These tough times um, that we are living in. Um and, you know, I really believe in this generation. I really believe in these kids. Um, gosh, there's so much more that they have done, that you guys have done, friends, um, beyond. Man, when I was a teenager, I didn't have, uh, you know, I didn't know all this stuff about the World Wide Web um, like I kind of do now more. Um Man, kids are so smart nowadays. You guys are so smart. You can do coding. Um, you can uh, to code to create a website, to create uh, a video games. Um, man, I don't even know where to begin, literally. Uh, it's crazy. Um, you weld. My son is in a welding class at school. Um, he's welded a bunch of cool things. I'm like, I've never done that. And um, just... God is really using the using this generation uh, for a bunch of things. Um, you see kids now days in um, you know youth and music they're crazy. Um, just it's it's amazing. Um, I love it. I believe that you are the chosen generation for this day and age for this time and age. You are. A chosen generation that is leading us into battle. That will lead us into battle. The church into battle. For uh, a revival. And um, just an awakening of what his, God's Holy Spirit is about to do. Like we've never seen before. And I love it. I love it. Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Well, there was a song um, back when, <laughs> back when I was a kid, <laughs> back back in my day. <laughs> Sound like I'm like I'm seventy or eighty years old. You know, back in my day, there was this song. Well, there was a song actually by a cool band called uh, P.O.D. They were um, P.O.D. standard for Payable 
upon death. And um, what they meant by that is um, with our sins, with, with Jesus, um, that, you know, we are uh, payable upon death to, to him. And um, I believe that's kind of what they meant by that. Um, anyways, uh, I could be wrong. You know, you can go look it up. It's called Google. Oh, oh, what, what what's Google? Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys know it. <laughs> it, it it's pretty simple, friends. Uh, everything's Google nowadays if you don't know something. Um, <laughs> and the internet is not wrong. <laughs> uh, but anyways... Um, yeah, there was this band called P.O.D., and they had a song called uh, Youth of the Nation. Um, I'll, at the end, I'll insert a little clip to that. Um, and I want to read you the lyrics to that. Um, it was it's so good. Um, I love this song. And I will read you the lyrics. It says, last day of the rest of my life. I wish I would have known. I could have wished my... I've, Because I would have kissed my mama goodbye. I didn't tell her that I loved her and how much I care. Or thank my pops for all the talks and the wisdom he shared. And aware, I just did what I always do. Every day, the same routine before I skate off to school. But I knew that this day was, wasn't like the rest. Instead of taking a test, I took two to the chest. And what do you, um, of course, you know, that's, you know, with guns and violence nowadays in the school, you know. Um, it's nothing new, but uh, all right, I'll, I'll go on. It says, call me blind, but I didn't see it coming. Everyone was running, but I couldn't hear nothing. Except gun blast. It happened so fast. I didn't really know this kid. Though I s sit by him in class. Maybe this kid was reaching out for love. Or maybe for a moment he just forgot who he was. Or maybe this kid just wanted to be hugged. Whatever it was. Because I know. I know because we are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are. We are the youth of the nation. Yeah. Uh, um, that goes on. Um, but uh, I would I would check it out. I would listen to it. Um, it's such a great song. Um, and it's time for I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on in the school nowadays myself. I'm not there. I'm not in youth anymore. I'm not a youth. I'll, I'll admit it. But I believe that there's something more. Yes, there, there. a lot of things are happening where these kids are reaching out and they need help. And if you're a young teen that um, you are in high school... I believe that um, it's time to share the love with God, of God to your friends. It's time to love people. It's time to, number one, love God. Number two, love people. 
Number three, love your family. Oh, actually, I should I should say number one, love God. Number two, love your family, your parents, all your family. Number three, love people. Um, and reach out to them. Um, I don't know. I, I to be honest with you, I'm ignorant in this topic right now. Um, I'm not in the youth ministry yet. Um, but um, I believe that it's time for us to love others. Love it, it's God is love. It makes the world go round. Um, but um, no, we are you. You are the youth of the nation, kids. You are amazing. God has something more in store for you than what you are experiencing right now. If you just love on him, you just embrace him. You would just follow him and you would just, you know, yes, kids, you are going to make a mistake. You are going to make a mistake. And God is not there to shame you. God's not going to be, God is not going to hit you with a big stick and say, Frankie, Johnny, (laughs) Lisa, you messed up. Away from me. Go away from me. No, no, no. God is there ready for you, embracing you, embracing your arms. He, He has his arms wide open, ready for you to jump into his love. He loves you so much. And, um, you know what? It's God is amazing. Just experience him. Um, there is something more than you ever imagined. More than you imagined. You may make a mistake. We all do. But you know what? Once you are a Christian, you are no longer a sinner, but you are a saint. Saved by grace. He loves you, friends. He loves you, kids. He loves you so much. And you know, you know what? And if you're not a Christian... Um, and you're a teenager, or or even if you're an adult and you're listening to this, you do not have to wipe yourself off before you come to God. Let him do that for you. He Just jump into his arms, and he'll wipe everything away. He will make you as white as snow and clean as snow. And yes, you're going to make mistakes, because we all do. Because we are humans. We are imperfect. Because of the fall of Adam and Eve. It was never meant to be that way. But uh, man fell. And so that's why today we do make mistakes. Um, God is... uh, I hate to... I hate to... um, Basically, not put it, uh, not brag. I I don't mean this as a brag, but God is doing something new through me. Um, I will be helping in the youth ministry at our church, and um, I I wanted to help in the youth ministry when um when I was kind of first um maybe I think I was in my twenties and um. My son was just being born, and um, 
I don't know. I, I helped like one once or twice in the youth ministry. And I just felt at the time that it was not my place. I, f- I felt out of place. Um, it was a little strange. And um, that's probably because I didn't have a teen myself like I do now. But um, I feel that God is doing something new. And especially now having a teen, it's easier to see the bigger picture. It's easier to see that um, the level um, of the youth, it, um, it's it's bigger to it's easier to see now. And uh, what my son is facing, what my daughter is facing, all the temptation around them that's going on. And I believe that now is the time. Now is the time to be involved for me. And um, I would just ask if you would pray for me for that. Um, to pray for me stepping to, into this new transition of helping with the youth ministry. Um, so, yeah, I'm just being honest. I'm just being transparent. And I I need help with this. <laughs> but, um, I... Man, God has just placed this time of uh, um, of the youth, of what's going on on my heart. Um, he's woken me up a few times with even plans for the youth ministry, um, even. And um, I believe that it's going to be awesome. God is up to something big. That I've never, <laughs> never even imagined. Um, he he did something big in the past. He's doing something now. And he's about to do something that I've never imagined. And uh, it's going to be awesome. I believe it. And I receive it. But um, I just want to talk to you, youth. Um, right now. Just hear me out. If you're feeling alone, if you're feeling um, bombarded with the media, with everything that's going on around you, you don't have to live in this world. You don't have to live in this uh, environment. Um, And what I mean by that is we are to be separate from the world. We are to be um, we are a chosen generation. We're different. We're different than the world. Uh, the Bible says do not conform to the ways of this world. It says that in Romans 12, 2, it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you will be able to test and approve that God's will is good and pleasing and a perfect will. What do I mean by that? I don't mean 
I don't mean totally separate yourself, that you have to be homeschooled, that you can't be, uh, you can't hang out with non-Christian friends. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that you are different from the world. You are a chosen generation. You are more than what the world says. That you are powerful. That you are strong. And I'm saying that it's your job as a Christian, as being chosen, is to lead your friends and you, maybe even your relatives to Christ. Um, what I'm saying by that is, and I'm not saying that, and I'm definitely not saying, again, I'm not saying that you are to separate yourselves from them. I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you know the things that are right and wrong, don't you? Did your parents, that was their job to teach you what's right from wrong. Um, you know, little Jimmy, don't jump off the couch and land onto the table. You know that's wrong. Um, and yet we want to try to do it anyways. <laughs> Our uh, sinful nature wants to do that. Um, you know, when I, when I, and, you know, there's other situations that are going on that you know that is wrong, that you've been taught. Um, and you know that it's not good. And what, I was, what I'm saying is, it's our job to love people, love them for where they're at, love them for who they are, but not love their sin. And that's what we as Christians, um, as youth, that's what we need to do. Guys, friends, girls, we need to be like Jesus. Um, I'm sure that Jesus would actually, you know, this is very a con, con, uh, controversial, you know, um, but I'm going to say it. Um, a lot of churches don't believe it. A lot of Christians don't believe it. But I believe that if Jesus was here today, he would go and he would be in a bar. He wouldn't drink. Um, you know, he wouldn't drink alcohol necessarily. Um, maybe some wine. Um, wouldn't drink a beer. <laughs> um, but he would actually go to a bar and he would actually be. Um, you know, teaching the people who would actually be, um, I guess you could say leading people to him. Um, but that's our job. That's what we need to do. We need to love people, hate sin. I believe that this generation loves people. It's time to go. It's time to get our hands dirty. I love you guys. I love this generation so much. Thank you, Jesus, for this generation. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Well, I just want to close off in prayer. Lord, thank you for this generation, God. God, that they are more than conquerors, Father God. 
God, that they love you. They love you wholeheartedly, Lord. Jesus. They're such amazing kids. Oh, Jesus, God. Bless them, Lord. Bless this generation, Father God. I believe, believe that you're raising up, up. God, you're raising up champions, Lord. You're raising up champions for you, Father God. God, in areas of technology, in areas of music, Lord, in areas uh, of God, of administration, Lord. Thank you, God. You're doing something new. Lord Jesus. <laughs> God, I bless this generation. I bless them, Lord. God, I, I repent myself, Lord, of cursing this generation, of cursing these teens, Lord. Uh, I repent of that, Lord, God. Because I, I, I've looked at them as young punks, Lord. I repent of that, Father God. They're not punks, God. But they're, they're people. They hurt too, Lord. They're people. They are, they're not necessarily different from me, but yet they are, Lord God. God, they, we all bleed the same, Lord. There's no color in your sight, Lord. Red, um, I, I, you know, this is kind of cheesy, but red, black, and white, we are, they're all precious in your sight, Lord. <laughs> um, there is no color in in your eyes, Lord. But God, that you you created humanity, you created humanity, God, as one humanity, Father God, as one race, the human race, Lord. God, thank you, thank you, God, thank you for 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 my son, Lord. Thank you for Jaden. Thank you for my daughter Lily, Lord. God, I believe that they have a heart of a champion. God, that they are more than conquerors in you, Lord. God, that they are going to do something great in store and something mighty for you, Lord Jesus. God, this is the next generation. God, um... This, the youth of today, they are the next generation. They are the next presidents. They are the next, um, God forbid, the next uh, Bill Gates. God bless him, Lord. <laughs> they are the next uh, billionaires, Lord. They, they are the next uh, people that impact our lives, Lord. God, I pray that they... They embrace you and they, they rise up in you, Father God, that this generation, God, um, <laughs> I believe that this generation is going to do something great like we've never seen before through you. God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless this generation in your name, Lord. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, folks. I know I went long, but uh, this is just everything that God has placed on my heart. And whew, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. All right, guys. I love you. Remember one love. 
one hope, one peace, and that is Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Be blessed. Have a blessed day. Love you all. Be to everything I thought exists. We are